Good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan session. This, of course, is your opportunity to be as prepared as you possibly can for today's trading opportunities. Um, so without further ado, let's get it straight into it. And good morning to those of you joining us live. Also, if you're joining us via one of our podcasts, um, good to have you on board. And of course, today is Friday, the 29th of April. So we're closing out the month. This is the last day of the, the trading calendar month. So let's get straight into that. With that in mind, uh, please start with our risk warning currently up on screen for those of you attending live. Um, please do, of course, just be um, mindful of your exposure in these markets. And, you know, without risk, there is no opportunity for reward. So it is a trade-off. And when the conversation is all about returns and about profits, you've got to ask yourself, what is your exposure? Start from there. Start with the risk. And, and, and build on that. So control the risk, and then we can look to um, be a little bit more creative with our winners and uh, look to see if we can get that P&L uh, ticking higher consistently. That's the key. So what do all profitable traders need to consider when you trade financial markets? You have to make some decisions regarding which markets to trade. So trade section is an important element. We focus on, on capital flow, so we're very interested in, in seeing where the capital is moving to at any given time. Um, so we, we trade the European sessions and the US sessions, and often capital flow can shift even between those uh, individual sessions. So we can have some markets which are really productive during the European sessions, and then it switches to perhaps more of a, a risk-on market condition in the US. So we can, we can adapt accordingly, but still trade selection, very important. Where do you then enter those markets? Uh, of course, where do you exit uh, initially for a loss? But the idea is to mitigate risk when you can, and that feeds into uh, your ability to, to manage risk, predetermine how much capital you're committing to trades prior, prior to entry. These are all important features. How do you then manage each trade, hopefully, to a successful outcome? And trading psychology as well. You know, your own mindset influences the decisions you make in a very significant capacity. Um, important to, to remain relatively calm no matter what's happening. Uh, try and keep your feet on the ground and just become a little bit more opportunity focused. And these are the things we discuss in our tr live trade rooms every single day. All of these elements uh, are all very important parts of, of trading financial markets. And um, we as you know, we are strong advocates of being consistent in what we do, being disciplined with our own capital uh, and being patient as well. There's times when the opportunities are not fantastic. Can we sit in our hands during those times or are we going to keep pushing the button and, and, and forcing trades? There is a, a clearly defined distinction between those two approaches. So we'll help you, of course, with all of these things as we move forward. So let's start with a review of potential market moving news. So um, we'll get up Forex Factory, of course. Um, so we want to identify high impact news events. So we go down to Friday, 29th. So like I said, it's the last day of the trading calendar month. Uh, we've got a bank holiday in Japan. Uh, we've also, it's probably worth noting that we've got a bank holiday as well on Monday. So excuse me, let me... So we've got a bank holiday in the UK, um, in China, 
uh, and Japan as well. So um, we're actually taking the day off on Monday, just just for you to be aware. So um, if you've got any um, questions or, or, or any trades or anything of that nature, you can always contact us uh, privately. Um, but we've got um, so just be mindful of that. We won't have any trade plan sessions or um, live trade rooms uh, on Monday. So we'll take a little break. It's been a really eventful few weeks and um, we'll take Monday off and we'll be back again as normal on Tuesday. All righty guys, so, so what do we have today? I suppose it's worth taking a quick look at yesterday. We had um, a bit of a strange GDP number. Well, it came in in, in negative territory. So we're expecting a positive 1%, 1.1%. Uh, GDP number. This is your first GDP number. So this comes in three tranches and it will normally um, it would normally sort of deviate slightly uh, from this number. But it actually came in much less than expected. So minus 1.4, really not good. And, and what's, what's equally uh, very interesting about these market conditions is that growth is clearly slowing, but prices are clearly pushing higher. So we've got this higher inflation story with this slightly weaker um, growth backdrop. And that's not good conditions. You know, that means you're, you're, you're edging towards kind of recessionary type environments. And uh, that's what this figure basically suggests. Uh, unemployment came, came in line with expectations. And uh, as far as today's news events are concerned, we've got a, an important inflation figure for the Fed. Uh, this is your core PCE price index. And what we're looking for is the deviation. Um, you know, is this number pretty much in line with expectations or is it is it above or below expectations? And you can see the last two or three um, monthly figures. I mean, broadly speaking, over the last six months, it's come in pretty much in line with expectations, but slightly higher on occasion. Um, so, I mean, there's no there's no doubt about the fact that we've got a very structural inflation story, despite the Fed and other central banks claiming, you know, it's transitory previously. Uh, and a lot of the rhetoric over the last few weeks has been about, you know, we've we've peaked now. There's no suggestion that that's the case uh, whatsoever. And certainly these figures don't really bode well for that argument. So, so there'll be a big focus on the Fed. You'll hear an awful lot about that um, early. Let's just see what was the date for the Fed meeting. Is it the first week? Yeah, so it is. It's the 4th of, uh, of May. This news event down here is very, very important for these markets. And I'm sure we have a day off on Monday. So I'm sure when we come back on Tuesday, you know, the focus will really be on, you know, what are the Fed going to do? They talk about being quite hawkish, but there's many out there that think they'll actually be a little bit more dovish. Uh, the cost to the government, if they increase rates, you know, increases exponentially uh, and, and the cost of servicing debt generally. Uh, so, so debt laden entities will be, uh, will be seeing their, their cost base increase quite significantly. 
Um, they have to do something about the inflation, otherwise it starts impacting fundamentally demand. And if that happens, then we start going, moving into this recessionary, depressionary type debate. So let's see, it's a very important decision. We're expecting a 50 basis point increase next week. Quite sizable. And this is not, this is not good for stock markets. So we, we, we've got a little bit of a bounce. So if I, sorry, I do digress there a little bit. So if we go back to today's news events, um, we've really got, in addition to this uh, PCE number, index number for the Fed later on, We've got a bank holiday in Japan. We've got the we've got the chairman of the Swiss National Bank. Um, let's see what is due to speak at the Swiss National Bank's general meeting of shareholders. Okay, could be a volatile event, especially if you're trading the um, the Swiss franc. Uh, German prelim GDP numbers. Uh, it's a bit up and down, isn't it? Um, so we'll, we'll again, we'll see we'll see the deviation off the zero point two. If it's above, then that could be good news for the euro. If it's again negative, it could be uh, we could see some euro euro selling. So we've got um, CPI numbers, inflation numbers impacting the eurozone as well. Um, really high inflation, really relative low um, growth. So that's that's a bad combination. And later on today, not to be forgotten, uh, U.S. Um, consumer sentiment, quite important. Is the U.S. consumer, are they, are they positive about these markets or are they sort of less positive? You can see this price action over the last, we're at these very significant lows. We'd have to go back to 2011, the last time we were, uh, sentiment was so poor. Again, a negative reading would, would not necessarily be that positive um, for these markets. So let's get in and have a look at the technical opportunities. Yesterday, we were looking for risk on market conditions uh, with a weaker yen. And we got those moves in the S&P and the NASDAQ eventually. Um, So we got those moves eventually. Um, we just experienced a significant amount of volatility uh, in the interim. Uh, no joy with the euro pound. We'll have a look at that in just a second. And we were looking for further yen weakness. Uh, didn't actually get into any yen trades yesterday. Um, the move had already occurred. Um, we were very eager to wait for that coherent pullback. Okay, so let's uh, let's have a look at the charts and we'll see where we're at. So looking at, so we were getting into this trade yesterday. Um, we had a nice little move to the upside, and then we had a bit of a um, bit of a, a freak out. And this was off the back of actually quite positive news for these markets. So we initially got some selling. Um, we were quite tight, I'd say, with our stop loss. We could have. The momentum low was uh, was much, much lower. We just had a problem with a, a from the profitable risk reward perspective. So it didn't stack up if we put our stop losses down here. Um, but unfortunately, you know, this market pulled back really quite significantly <coughs> before then making a move. And we would have hit our targets up at the 4,300. 
Um, so it was one of those right trades, wrong time type situations. Excuse me. Uh, we'll be switching over to our live trade room now in just a moment. So let's look at risk. So we we initially want to focus, is there an appetite for risk or is there not? That can guide us in terms of which markets we focus on and, and why do we focus on them. So we saw a nice move higher and then we, we saw, you know, um, a pullback as well. Um, further continuation today. We're trading inside yesterday's highs. Um, that's a bit of a, a problem for us because we could easily get proper, you know, rollover that becomes strong resistance now to 43.10. And we could get a significant rollover. Same situation with the with the Dow Jones running into resistance up at these marginal highs. With the Fed, with the bank holiday, it's down. We might get technical moves higher, but we're certainly not... Um, when when we're trading inside previous highs, we've got to overcome uh, the more recent highs. You know, we've got to break above the thirteen five four seven level. Otherwise, we could actually get these prices very very easily rolling back down below the thirteen two one two. So we're talking about probability, and we're not in a in a great phase really at the moment. So a lot of positivity for the FTSE yesterday, the DAX. Um, again, we're, we're sort of running into a bit of negativity up with these highs. There's a lot of gapping in these trades, um, so not enjoying them too much. Uh, the Nikkei is just a pullback off the lows. That's what this technically is so far. And then last but not least, we don't trade Bitcoin, but we do comment on it because I know many of you have a very keen interest uh, in Bitcoin. So, the the thirty seven thousand is quite an important level um, of break below that, and also marginally lower um, the thirty three thousand. So, we are in significantly negative territory of below thirty seven thousand. Very much expected, probably then to push down to the thirty three, and below that, it's a, it's going to be a tough. Oh, 28,000, there's probably more support down at these levels. So the picture is quite unclear now for, for Bitcoin and has been for, for quite some time, actually, broadly. Um, we did get a little bit of excitement to the upside, which is quite short-lived, uh, and then it's reversed back down below into this little sideways pattern. So, um, so as far as indices are concerned, we're trading firmly inside previous yesterday's highs. It doesn't present um, the opportunities from a, a probability perspective. Now, we were able to get into this oil trade yesterday. We had a, an, explosive, an explosive spike yesterday, which was, which was great. It was what we were, we were waiting for. Um, and in a lot of trades, we were talking about this market above the, uh, the 102.50. And we'd like to be in this trade to the upside. Um, and we, we, we saw, I mean, we got into it a little bit later than anticipated, but it was still a trade that we wanted to get into. So we're up at these elevated levels now. Um, we still expect further upside from here. If we look at the daily time frame, 
Um, we'd expect further upside, probably up to the 109. That would be initially our expectations. So we'll see if we can trade that over the course of the trading day. Gold, we like the, the fundamentals behind buying gold. Um, we just have not been getting the price action to support it. So it's one of those where there's many reasons to buy gold, but we're not really at that phase just yet. Um, and it's a pullback off the lows as well. So what we would expect first is another attempt lower. Okay, so yesterday we wanted to get into this. We wanted to get in on, on the pullback. Um, didn't quite get a pullback into the areas that we would have liked. It was a big ask after yesterday's explosive move. And we, we're, we're, we're almost grinding higher. We don't really have out and out strength just yet. Above the 163.45 could give us a decent opportunity higher. Uh, as you can see, we accelerated to the upside. We did pull back very close to potential um, entries. There was a lot of things happening elsewhere, and then we've uh, sort of just drifted sideways in quite a tight range. We're, we're in quite a tight range between the monthly high uh, and the 137.24. The euro pound, we... We had really messy, choppy price action yesterday. Um, we had an initial break lower. We reversed, basically nearly broke new highs, but then bounced off the highs and landed in the middle. And now we're looking bearish again. So the, the messy price action, which we've experienced a few times before in the euro pound uh, is has been maintained. So just not, not nice price action. Let's see what happens over the course of today. Our bias is still to the downside. Trying to trade it is proving quite difficult, so uh, we can we can take a breather. So look at what's happening here in the euro dollar. Um, our concern was would we get some some buying creeping in, um, and the answer is yes. We're we're comfortably trading inside yesterday's um, highs and lows. So when we look at that on the smaller time frame, for example. We could still easily take another move to the downside, but we are now at least seeing a structural failure trade to the upside in this market above the 105.33. So it's a it's a tough call to buy the euro with what's going on. Um, further downside pressure probably further expected. The euro pound might be a decent opportunity. So you can see we're getting a retracement on yesterday's moves. You can see across all of these dollar pairs where we're the, the out and out sort of best, um, the strength behind the dollar is subsiding just a little bit. And it's doing that across the board. So it's probably a bit premature to be selling probably a little bit of a better opportunity in the dollar CAD, actually. Um, actually, even below the 127.90. So that's your really strong structural failure trade now to the downside. Below the 127.90. So a pullback could get the next leg to the downside there for the dollar CAD. Got a lot of resistance up at these highs, so it would certainly support a trade perhaps down to 126.75. Um, all of these markets are 
seeing a bit of a rebound. It's just so that can support the indice trade. We thought we'd get a little bit of a rebound yesterday, and we never, we never really were able to get to grips with it. New Zealand dollar, we just bounced off um, previous lows. So this is why this morning's trade plan is a little bit trickier because um, for us to get into the yen, we'd need uh, risk off market conditions and we are seeing uh, bullish market conditions so far. That very well may roll lower. It looks like it, it might do. So that might give us an extra opportunity to the downside potentially for, for the yen bit of support there we're already beginning to see that little breakdown in the euro yen so the yen finally strengthening against the the euro and okay and we're close to getting this breakout now so in fact we're so close we could actually pull the trigger now um so the 130.18 Uh, 130.18. So there's a, a viable sell trade now in the the dollar yen, and we'll see if we can identify those levels. Uh, 137.24, 127. Sorry, 137.24 for the euro yen and the pound yen. It'd have to be much lower. We'd need to see that structural failure kick in. We're not quite there. That's, we could get in maybe at that point. 162.88. 162.88 for the pound yen. So looking for yen strength. We'll stay away from the dollar perhaps just a little bit. Dollar weakness. The yen is marginally stronger than the dollar as things currently stand. And oil above 104.92. Okay, so let's uh, let's post this trade plan elsewhere. We're kind of trading inside uh, yesterday's highs. So let's see what happens across these indices markets. Right, let's uh, let's amend our trade plan then, guys, and we'll let you guys go for the morning. Uh, sorry, we're, we're kind of, we've kind of started this session a little bit later than normal, so apologies for that. Um, um so our fundamental summary for today's markets are certainly mild risk on. Yesterday we were looking for
So we're looking for mild risk on market conditions with a stronger, excuse me, the stronger yen. So So let's put the, the dollar yen, which has been extending really quite significantly for quite some time. Now looks like we're getting that little rollover trade. So 130.18. So a retracement off the highs there. But those moving those industry markets in the end. So the euro yen looking to sell below and we've probably got a couple of these opportunities now so we go straight into them when we switch over to our live trade room so we can hopefully capitalize on these sooner rather than later 162.88 so i'll just review these before we pack up guys apologies So U.S. oil right above 104. So these are broadly speaking. We'll keep an eye on the risk side of things as well. The the S and P. See if we get any kind of movement in those markets. But broadly speaking, today our fundamental summary is mild risk on market conditions, but with a strong yen. The the focus seems to be a little bit more on the yen, so we can. Have a look at the dollar yen looking to sell below the 130.18, the euro yen to sell below the 137.24, and the pound yen to sell below the 162.88. We're also looking to see with what's going on in the oil markets if we get a little bit of a move from the 104.92, perhaps up to the 109. So potentially a bit further upside. Um, if today turns a bit on the flat side, we, we just want to be mindful that there's a lot of sort of trade reconciliation that goes on today. So that could be, um, that often means we might not get any major positive moves. So we just need to build that into our thinking over the course of the trading day um, and just be, I suppose, mindful of that. So we probably won't get into all the end pairs. We might get into one, maybe two, and see if we get a bit of a move and look to try and book in profits as quickly as we can. Okay, then guys, so listen, we'll let you guys go. We're going to switch across to the live trade room now. So if there's any questions, feel free to post them into the chat box. We can always uh, get back to you outside of the broadcast. Um, and good morning, guys. Good to have you with us as always. So um, let's wrap it up there. Thank you for joining us. We do trade these markets live every day. Um, we trade the European session from 8 a.m. and then the U.S. trading session from 12.30. So if you want to join us live, you're very welcome to do so. We'll show you how we, we trade our plan every single day and how we're sort of opportunity focused and how we rate that opportunity and how we look to trade it and our approach to risk and what's our profit targets. And every, every part of trading financial markets uh, we discuss during the session. And you can join us now for just as little as $29 per calendar month. Just go to thelivetradesroom.com. For more information and do feel free to contact us if you have any questions okay on that note guys thanks very much for joining us as always we look forward to seeing you next time uh, have a great long weekend if i don't see you before then uh, and we'll speak to you soon bye for now